Welcome to Gardening with Daddy Pete. Let's join our host, Melvin York. Well, hello, everyone. This is Melvin York, and you're listening to Gardening with Daddy Pete. And today, uh, what we'd like to talk about just a little while would be a time to save. A time to save. I know we've talked about saving seeds before, and a lot of people get the impression that that's a fall duty or a thing to do in the fall, but actually it's the thing that we do during the three different seasons of growing that we do have here in the Piedmont of North Carolina. Now, depending on where you're at, you may not have it two seasons, and you could maybe just have one long one uh, from late spring into early fall. But regardless of what it is, if you will take a few of these tips and you will have seeds for next year or the next planting time, depending on how many times that you do plant a year. Now, what we're going to talk about today is saving the seeds, and we want to keep in mind that we save seeds that are heirloom variety. Now, the reason being that we do heirloom variety uh, basically is uh, with a hybrid seed, uh, we really don't know what the next generation will be. Hybrids are a cross of at least two other one other variety or two or three could be uh, crossed together to produce a plant that may be less disease resistant, that could be less um, drought resistant. Uh, the fruits would be sweeter, just a variety of different reasons. So when you're saving those seeds, we want to make sure that you are uh, saving heirloom seeds, and heirloom is open pollinated is another word for that also. So you want to make sure that you're doing that. Now, the different types of seed, you know, we talk a lot about vegetables here, and vegetable gardens uh, is an important thing now is to grow your own vegetables. Uh, number one, we don't know what we're getting as far as varieties go, uh, and are we getting a cross or are we getting a GMO? We really don't know anymore what's going on some of them is labeled some of them's not uh, according to the laws in different states some needs to be some don't so we tend to go with the variety uh, i do suggest that uh, if you have a gardening group of friends or family that does garden also that you do share these heirloom seeds with them and therefore if you happen to have a bad crop or not able to save those seeds for some reason, you have another person that will keep that variety going on and you have access to it very easily. Now, one reason that you save your seeds, and we're gonna talk about um, just a second for saving like pepper seeds or uh, tomato seeds, uh, squash or cucumbers. Um, these are all seeds that you usually uh, start out earlier in the season uh, when the frost is still around in your area, but you can start your transplants. So when uh, the time comes, your plants are ready to go out. One thing about the transplants I don't want you to forget um, is you need to harden them all for setting them out for a full day and night of weather, regardless if it's in a raised bed or it's in your row crops, if it's in... Um, pots, grow bags, just whatever type that you're using vessel to grow in. Now, I know here in the Piedmont of North Carolina, we've had a, an abundance of wind that seems like this whole spring, even today. 
the wind is still blowing uh, unusually uh, for this time of year. Usually we get our wind in last of March and April when we have, you say, the 30-day run or the 40-day run of it. And then you may catch a breeze, but these winds have been substantial, um, more like maybe not quite as bad as a March wind, but we've had a lot of them uh, here in the Piedmont this year. We've had the cooler temperatures than warm. Uh, we may go up to 85 one day, and then you know the next day it may be 60 and cloudy. So plants are under a lot of stress this year. If you're a first-time gardener and the plants don't look right, things are going on it could be weather related and not you so we don't want you to get discouraged in this at all but let's talk just a little bit about saving those seeds again if you're keeping that journal that we've talked about this will be a, a good time to enter that in uh, for what you're saving for the next planting season or the next year these seeds that you're saving now uh, and if you do uh, save them correctly you'll be able to plant them and use them next year. In the Piedmont here, we are able to actually get three crops. We can get a spring crop of cold weather, we get our spring summer crops, and we can actually, some of those like green beans, corn, we can actually plant those twice. Uh, tomatoes we can set early, set late, and um, it just makes a total uh, difference from what area you are. Then we can go by and plant our fall crops then for fall. So right now, and this is just a few days uh, left of spring, summer's right on our heels here, most of your cold weather crops should be bolting or going to seed. Uh, the correct terminology for a lot of these cold weather crops going to seed is called bolting, and you'll see that in your cabbage, you'll see that in a lot of your greens, you'll see that in your broccoli and your spinach. So these are uh, some of the ones you want to keep your eye out for that you can be saving seeds off of now. Uh, if you have a lot of herbs out, like sage, for instance, sage is already bloomed. It's already put off seeds. I have already collected seeds for my sage. This may be something you want to look at, too. Now, cucumbers are coming in. Uh, tomatoes are coming in. Squash, zucchinis coming in. And the way to save those are you let those go past what I call the desirable stage uh, table purposes or canning purposes. Let them get into the bigger stage, start turning that yellow color. And when they start to shrivel just a little bit, go ahead, take those inside. For instance, there's a difference the way you save tomatoes, cucumbers, um, squash, zucchini. Cucumbers is one, they'll turn a darker, like yellow. When you take those in, they will have an aroma to them. You want to split those open, have a fine screen colander, rake the seeds out of those, wash them well, spread them out on the newspaper, let them dry. You need to let them dry for at least a good 10 to 12 days, two weeks is fine. Then when they are dry, you want to make sure whatever pulp or whatever's left, take those seeds, kind of halfway clean them as you're putting them in your container, which would it be a jar, whether it be a Ziploc bag, whether it be uh, envelopes. Make sure that you do label those for next year and what variety and type seed they are. If not careful, you can mix a cantaloupe seed up with a cucumber seed. They look identical uh, when you're saving them. So make sure that you do label them and for what seasoning 
that you're going to be using them in. So if you're getting them now, you're not going to plant a fall crop, uh, go ahead and label those for the next year, which would be 2024. Uh, with tomatoes, again, get the ripe tomato, bring it in, do the same thing, cut it open, uh, kind of squish it around in a fine wired colander, wash the seeds out well, and put on uh, paper. That's the same way with a cucumber, I mean a squash or a zucchini. You want to let those go just a little harder. Let the outside start getting a little hard on those. And then you can bring them in, let them finish drying. Then you can break them open and actually do those. Green beans, if you're picking green beans now. Uh, the first pick on that, leave some uh, of the green beans through your first picking. And watch those as they get older and they get turn a yellow color. Then the next picking, you'll see them start to get into the shrivel stage. Go ahead and pick those, bring them in, let them dry, then shell them. And then put those seeds up. That's a good way to do that. You can do it with anything you've got, whether it's corn, whether it's okra. You can always do that. You can do it with the seeds off your greens, like we talked about, your spinach. Uh, save all those seeds, especially if you're doing transplants. You can also do that with your flowers. Uh, do that with marigolds. You can deadhead those marigolds when they look down like that, bring the seeds in, save those. You can label them, have them for next year. Some pliers are the same. Some pliers you can pick on what seeds you don't use to consume. A lot of people like to roast the sunflower seeds, and they are excellent. But you can bring those in, save those for sunflowers for next year. Some of your herbs, like we talked about, um, you can do your deal like that. Uh, onions. Onions is a good one. You can save the seed from the onions. Also, you can save it from garlic. These are the seeds like this is always perfect. And if you'll notice, just about any herbs will put out a seed that you can save. Your vegetables will. And um, even some of your perennials. Let's take coneflower. It comes back here after year in most areas. It's a perennial. You can save the seed from the coneflower. That's uh, simple enough. Sometimes you can do that with the uh, chrysanthemums. Chrysanthemum is what we call a biperennial in areas. If they're put up near a building or in the right area, they do tend to come back year after year. But you can save the seeds for those and plant those. Um, actually, if you want the bigger buds, um, your chrysanthemums will start putting blooms on in the spring. Go ahead, deadhead those buds off, wait, and let them come back uh, later around August, mid-August, uh, and then you will have that uh, beautiful array of flowers for the fall depending on what you want to use. So just make sure that when you're buying things heirloom, uh, that way you can save the seed. Now, if you do something like petunias, you buy those in, go ahead, take a chance on them. You wave petunias are a hybrid, uh, but your regular petunias, nine times out of 10, uh, unless there's something special, if they're just a regular run-of-the-mill petunias, you can save the seed out of those. You can go to our website, which is daddypeats.com, and you can tune in and listen to these podcasts that we've done. We do have an archive built up of all the different ones we do. And you also, uh, there's a pleasure to leave a comment or ask a question. We would love to hear from you. 
while you're there, we'd like for you to go through and look at all of our different soils, our mixes, our mulches, that we can help you do any gardening or landscaping project around your house or farm. Um, that's what we do. As Daddy Pete's slogan is, and we do mean it, we help you grow. Uh, look at that. Sign up for our uh, monthly garden tip uh, email. Now, we send that to you out once a month. We don't sell your email address. We don't share your email address. That goes from you to us and us to you. And that's as far as it goes. Also, in that newsletter, you will find some, I mean, some just tremendous recipes to use some of the vegetables and some of the fruits that you're uh, canning or preparing, the some that you're going to use uh, that month instead of preserving. I think that you will find that uh, some of these recipes are really jammed up. And, the, and some of the old-time recipes, that's the, that's the good ones. So um, if you get a chance, just go there. Again, it's daddypeach.com, and we certainly do appreciate each and every one of our customers, and we appreciate the time you take to listen to these podcasts. Hope it does help you. Well, until next time, you've been listening to Gardening with Daddy Pete, and I'm your host, Melvin York. Happy gardening. Thank you for joining today's Gardening with Daddy Pete. You can check out our website at daddypeets.com for additional gardening tips and our podcast at gardeningwithdaddypete.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.